Hello, and welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom, a podcast series dedicated to reflecting on the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. My name is Jerry Weirwell, and it is my pleasure to be on this journey together with you to discover the powerful truths that God has revealed to those who desire to become wise and discerning. Proverbs 17.28 says, Moreover, a fool who remains silent is thought to be wise. When he shuts his lips, he is considered to be discerning. This proverb is connected to the preceding one in verse 27 as it forms an antithesis with it. In the previous verse, remaining silent or withholding your words was a demonstration of having knowledge. The one who knows when to speak and when not to speak is described as a person with discernment who is careful and thoughtful about what they say and when they say it. The contrast that is being set forth is that this same behavior of keeping silent can also mask a fool as one who is thought to be wise. It is important to note that the fool's silence is not an act of wisdom as it is described in verse 27 where the discerning person knows when to hold back his words. Instead, the fool is only presumed to be wise on account of the absence of his speech, which, if he were to speak, it would certainly condemn him as a fool. The second half of the proverb can be seen as a synthetic parallelism with the first half, but it it moves closer to synonymous than what we see in verse 27. To shut one's lips is the same thing as remaining silent, where the word lips is a metonymy referring to the words that one speaks. Thus, to shut one's lips means to prevent them from being used to speak. Furthermore, to be considered to be discerning is another way of describing one who is thought to be wise. And so, what the proverb is saying is that as long as the fool keeps his mouth shut, he does not expose his foolishness. By keeping his lips shut, the fool does not reveal the fact that he actually lacks knowledge and discernment. This reminds me of a famous saying by Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States of America. Lincoln once said, It is better to keep your mouth shut and let them think you a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Now, Lincoln's point is not exactly the same as the proverb. Lincoln was advocating that it is better to keep quiet and let people make their presumptions than to open your mouth and confirm their view of you. The premise underlying Lincoln's statement is that we all tend to say stupid things at times. And if we don't have anything good to say, it's better for people to think we're dim-witted than to try to come up with something to say and that then results in proving their suspicions to be true. There's also an old Latin proverb often attributed to the philosopher Bothius in the late 5th or early 6th century AD, which says, If you had kept silent, you would have remained a philosopher. What Bothius is saying is that when you speak, you reveal who you are. Therefore, if you refrain from speaking, people may imagine that you're a philosopher. I'm not sure how many people would actually jump to the conclusion that someone is a philosopher just because they're not talking. I would probably presume that such a person is just simply shy or strongly introverted. But it is true that those who are careful with their words tend to use less of them. There is another old saying that I want to bring up that goes like this. A closed mouth gathers no foot. When we talk more than we should, we tend to find ourselves boasting, criticizing, or saying things that we probably shouldn't. Most of us have probably heard the expression, putting your foot in your mouth, in reference to saying something insensitive or foolish that we immediately regret the moment after we say it. Well, when you keep your mouth closed, it's pretty hard to fit your foot in it. By being watchful over what we say, 
we take precautions against inadvertently saying something that we shouldn't or that we really didn't mean. I'm sure everyone has been in a conversation where they were not mindful of or thinking about what they were saying before they said it and subsequently found their foot in their mouth. It would be better for us to say less or nothing at all than for us to find ourselves being loose with our words and saying something hurtful, offensive, or inappropriate. Now, the point of the proverb is not about how to be wise and sparing with your words or the absence of them altogether. That was the point of verse 27. Rather, here in verse 28, it is a warning against not being deceived by those who appear to be exercising wisdom by remaining silent, but are, in fact, fools who have simply not said anything yet for you to recognize them as such. The difference is that the fool is not censoring his speech and keeping his lips shut for the sake of wisdom and discernment. The fool remains silent in order to pass himself off as something that he is not. But inevitably, once the fool speaks, his ploy is over, for his words will disclose his foolishness. To illustrate this proverb, I want to share with you one of Aesop's fables that relates very well to it. This fable is called The Donkey and the Lion's Skin. There is a, a donkey who discovers a lion's skin as he was walking through the forest one day. In that moment, a very tempting idea entered the donkey's mind. He thought, if I pretend to be a lion by wearing the lion's skin, then all the other animals will fear and respect me. So the donkey put on the lion's skin and began wandering around through the forest. He was soon delighted to find that all the other animals were scared of him, and the moment they saw him, they would turn and immediately run away. The donkey was so thrilled to see the animals running away in fear. He had never experienced anything like this before. It was such a great feeling. He was now the king of the forest. Overcome by excitement for being so revered, the donkey forgot that he needed to keep quiet so as to not give himself away. Well, in his excitement, the donkey let out a loud and triumphant bray, which is the loud, harsh, and easily recognizable sound that a donkey makes. Well, just then, a fox, who had seen the donkey in the lion's skin and was about to run away, suddenly stopped when he heard the bray and turned around slowly and looked at the donkey. Then the fox walked up to the donkey and began to laugh, saying, you are just a donkey. If you had kept your mouth shut, you might have fooled me. But you gave yourself away with that silly bray. You see, everyone thought the donkey was a lion because of the way he was dressed. But once the donkey opened his mouth, his true identity was revealed. The same can be said for a fool. A fool might be able to disguise himself and pass for an intellectual, an artist, a philosopher, or a distinguished leader. But as soon as he opens his mouth, his words will disclose that he is nothing but a fool. The wisdom of the proverb is that things may not always be the way they seem to be. Looks can be deceiving, and a fool can pass himself off as being wise. But a wise person is not regarded as such on the basis of their stature, demeanor, or appearance, but according to their manner of life by living in obedience to Yahweh. This manner of life is demonstrated distinctly in what a wise person says and does. This is so because what makes somebody wise is how they use their words and the ways they choose to behave, not their personality or fashion sense or clever play acting. 
Anyone can act as though they are wise by presenting themselves as being very contemplative and observant. But sooner or later, the fool will reveal their true colors. And their true colors are most readily seen by what comes out of their mouth. Therefore, if we don't want to be fooled by thinking someone to be wise when they really aren't, we must be patient and listen and observe. What a person says and does will quickly make known who they really are. Thanks so much for listening to the Truth or Tradition podcast. We hope you're enjoying this new series on the words of wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And for more biblical resources, you can visit our website, truthortradition.com. And there you can subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of the future resources that we post.